during a worship service. And I felt the Lord tell me to ask him, who is your rabbi? Now, prophetic words have to be taken with a grain of salt and always brought to Hashem for confirmation. But Rabbi David later told me, uh, he came to me and he said he felt that this was from the Lord. And it got him cogitating. Who is my rabbi? He was thinking. Rabbi David is our rabbi, but who is his rabbi? We can process things with Rabbi David when we need counsel, wisdom, direction, and encouragement. But who can Rabbi David turn to? Of course, he has his wife, Harumi, and the elders, and other senior Messianic Jewish leaders like Rabbi Dan Juster and his father, Rabbi Michael. But that security and comfort that we feel having Rabbi David here over us, shepherding us. How does Rabbi David achieve that same security and comfort? Rabbi David told me that he answered this question ultimately like this. Rabbi David's ultimate rabbi is Rabbi Yeshua. And guess what? Rabbi Yeshua is also our rabbi. Today, I would like to talk about trusting in Rabbi Yeshua. And I have only two points. I'm sorry. Number one, the little frog is like the big frog. And number two, whom do we glorify? So let's begin with number one. The little frog is like the big frog. There is a saying that I learned from the Rudolph family that goes like this. It's in Japanese. Kaeru no koa kaeru, which translates literally, the child of a frog is a frog. Or more loosely, the little frog is like the big frog. The essence of this is to show the connection between a child and their parent, both in image and in character. For example, here's a picture of a, of a nice young couple, and I want you to guess who this is. Look at that. It's a very handsome guy there. Who, who do you think that is? Yes? Yes, that is, my, that is my father with my mother. So before you start to get, you know, tell, telling Sonia there's David with his hand around some strange woman, that's, that's not me. That's my dad. All right? Uh, the little frog is a lot like the big frog, right? Very handsome. <laughs> but, but how does this relate to trusting in Rabbi Yeshua? Well, Yeshua, the little frog, reflects the character and will and love of the father, the big frog. As it is written in Colossians 1, verse 15, the son is the image of of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. Just as I reflect the image of my earthly father, so Yeshua, the Son, reflects in everything he does the image, the character, and the love of the heavenly father. And of course, Yeshua does this perfectly, the perfect human vessel for the love of Adonai. A few verses later, in Colossians 2, verse 9, it reads, For in Yeshua, bodily, 
lives the fullness of all that God is. So when the Talmudim were questioning Yeshua, asking him to show them the Father, Yeshua responded like this in John 14, verses 8 through 10. Have I been with you so long without your knowing me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am united with the Father and the Father united with me? I can, I can, I feel like I can almost hear the tone of Yeshua in this passage. Like, come on, man. You, you want to see the Father? Really? Have you, like, been not paying attention? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Okay, I, I mean, you know, maybe Yeshua is more patient than I'm imagining here, but nevertheless, we get the picture. Just as I am a reflection of my earthly dad, Marty Ween, so too Yeshua is a perfect reflection of his heavenly Father, the God of Israel. And you know what? God puts even littler frogs in our lives to reflect the character and love of Yeshua. Little reflectors of the perfect reflector, Yeshua. He uses these littler frogs to represent him on the earth and point back to him. Only Yeshua perfectly reflects the Father. But these earthly reflections represent him as imperfect human vessels. For example, in Rabbi David Rudolph, we see reflections of Rabbi Yeshua. Humility, compassion, discipleship, gentleness, being a patient teacher, having a long nose. In my parents, for example, I see self-sacrifice and a commitment to tikkun olam, the reparation of the world. In my wife, I see wisdom and unconditional love, for example. In fact, others around us should be all able to see something of Yeshua reflected in us. We ourselves need to be littler frogs to our community, to the wider Jewish community, and to a hurting world. But to the question at hand, all of these people in my life have pointed me back to the perfect reflection of the Father, who is Rabbi Yeshua. And this brings me to the second point, whom do we glorify? When I was in Israel, my friend Judy told me about a vision she had. She said one time she saw Yeshua in a vision during worship and that he was, he was receiving the glory and praise of the worshiper. She could see Yeshua doing this during the song. And, uh, and then Judy said she saw Yeshua turn after a while and give all the glory and praise to his Father. So all the glory and praise that was lavished upon him, he, he in turn gave that even higher. In other words, according to the vision, even Yeshua, the perfect image of the Heavenly Father, humbled himself and gave glory and praise back to the Father. This vision reminded me of a scripture in Philippians 2, verses 6 through 7, about Yeshua. It says, Who, although he existed in the form of God, 
did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. In other words, even the perfect form of the Father reflected in a person, Yeshua. This Yeshua chose to humble himself and become a man. He did not grasp at equality with his Father. He did not raise himself up, but he lowered himself down. He submitted himself totally and fully to the Father, as in when he said, Not my will, but your will be done, when he was about to go to the execution stake. My point is that Yeshua himself turned to the one whom he reflected and gave glory. And that's what we should do. It would be easy for us to keep our eyes on these reflections, these earthly representatives of Yeshua. It would be easy for us to depend on others as our source of strength. After all, they represent the love of God to us in the flesh. But we need to always remember to glorify the one that they reflect, Rabbi Yeshua. You see, people are not Rabbi Yeshua. These disciples of Yeshua should cause us to see him in them and give glory to him. I cannot look to my wife or my parents or to Rabbi David as the source of humility and wisdom and self-sacrifice and love. But I should see where these things come from and give glory to Rabbi Yeshua himself. If we see someone canting with excellence, praise the Lord for that gift. If someone compliments us on something we have done for the Lord, we can say, thank you, Baruch Hashem. Blessed is the name of the Lord. Whom do we glorify? We glorify the Lord who is reflected in the people in our community and reflected in us. Psalm 146 verse 3 states, Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. Now, does this mean that we should never trust anyone or that we need to be totally self-sufficient without support of others? By no means, as Paul would say. We should lean on others and rely on others when appropriate. God did not create us to be self-reliant, but to lean on our community, our leaders, our spouses, and our parents at times. After all, Galatians 6 verse 2 says, Bear one another's burdens. Say that with me. Bear one another's burdens. In this way, you will be fulfilling the Torah's true meaning, which the Messiah upholds. So, it is good for us to dwell together, as we sang this morning, and support one another. However, we should not be so dependent on others that we need them to save us. The Hebrew word in Psalm 146 that I read just now for save, that word is teshua, which has the same root from the word we get Yeshua, meaning salvation, and of course, Yeshua, our Messiah. Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save, Teshua. There is a distinction here between human beings with their frailties and the word Yeshua, or salvation, that only comes from the Lord. Do not look 
to human beings for Yeshua. Look to Yeshua the Messiah for Yeshua or salvation. My brothers and sisters, even though our beloved Rabbi David is moving to serve the Messianic movement at the King's University, our Rabbi Yeshua is not going anywhere. When you are anxious, when you are afraid, when you are worried about the future, put your trust in Rabbi Yeshua. So we have seen that the Son reflects the Father and that God puts people in our lives to reflect him but not to replace him. We have seen that these little reflections of Yeshua should point us back to him and make us give God the glory. But how exactly do we focus on Yeshua instead of people as our source of strength? How do we glorify Yeshua instead of man? Recently, I went to the dentist's office, and uh, afterward, I decided to use the restroom. It looked like one of those those single restrooms. So, uh, so I knocked, and I, I, I heard a voice say, come in. And I thought, I thought that was kind of strange, but uh, it made me realize that it may, perhaps it wasn't just a single. So I went in there, and uh, I, I saw I was right. You know, there was multiple things there. And there was a young man at the sink. He's maybe 11 or 12 years old. So I went into the stall to do my business, and uh, a few seconds later, and the young man, as he was leaving, he shut off the light. Probably force of habit. As he walks out the door, I realize what's happened, and I managed to get out. Hey, hey wait, I- I'm still in here. But it's too late. He doesn't hear me, and I'm in pitch black. Except for the light of my cell phone. So I managed to finish my business, and I used the light of the cell phone to lead me to the switch, the greater light. And after I'm all done, I I see the young man now with his family in the waiting room area. So, of course, I had to say something. So I, I said, hey, you know, I was still in there. And he's like, you know, that's pretty obvious. And I said, you shut off the light. And he felt pretty bad about this. So I had to kind of comfort him. I say, no, it was very funny. And his mom told me, actually, that um, he often leaves the light on at home. So this was a good sign. It's just, you know, the wrong circumstance. So how does this story apply to trusting in Rabbi Yeshua? In the world, there is darkness. And the enemy tries to turn off the light so that we can't see. The main light switch is Yeshua, which turns on the main light, being the Father. How can we get back to the light switch? By using the little lights to guide us. Other members of the body of Messiah are like little cell phones who are there to lead us to the light switch so we can see the light for ourselves. These lights are good because they point us to the main switch. But we should never be content merely to use the small lights, but always strive to get to the light switch. How do we trust in Yeshua? We stay in the light by keeping our own solid relationship with Yeshua, not dependent on others' relationships with Yeshua. 1 John verse, uh, 1, verses 5 through 7 reads, And this is the message which we have heard from him and proclaim to you. God is light, and there is no darkness in him, none. 
If we claim to have fellowship with him while we are walking in darkness, we are lying and not living out the truth. But if we are walking in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of his son, Yeshua, purifies us from all sin. God is light. When we flip that switch on and connect to the Father through Yeshua, there is no darkness that can overcome that. To walk in the light in this case is to be dependent on Yeshua. We don't want to move backwards. How crazy would it be to turn off the light switch and just use our cell phones to get around? That would be pretty crazy. But we trust in Rabbi Yeshua by relying on him to find our way, to illuminate us, to reveal the truth. If we are walking in the light, relying on him, then we not only have fellowship with God, we have correct fellowship with each other. We can point others to the light of Yeshua, and we don't have to be dependent on others for our source of strength, but dependent on Yeshua. It makes us healthier spiritually and able to help others. If we have a solid relationship with Yeshua, then we will have a healthy relationship with each other because of that trust in Him. And we will not be taken over by fear or anxiety or emotion when a leader leaves to serve the Messianic Jewish community somewhere else. If we glorify and are overly dependent on people, then we will not withstand change. If we allow ourselves to glorify and give honor to God when we see him in people, then we will not be shaken. Today, we have talked about trusting in Rabbi Yeshua. Remember, the little frog reflects the big frog. Yeshua reflects the Father and the body of Messiah. We should reflect Yeshua. Moreover, we need to look to the Lord as our source and glorify Him because the purpose of having godly examples in people is to point back to the source, Yeshua. And because He is the light switch, the source of our light and truth, we need to trust in Him, especially during times of transition. Let's pray. Abba,